Adventures of Danny Bar. <laughs> so, Candy and Paul. Oh, seven years old. And they ordered a new clock. Because Paul was kind of waking up his sister. So, they ordered a new clock. And it worked good. And it worked well? Yeah, and then the next morning, they went on a train in a boat. And the train in the boat had lots of sea cells on it. Ooh, interesting. And they collect all their sea cells, and when they were done, they put them on the special shelves because they were so special to them. So the seashells were on the train and on the boat? Yeah, but then they picked them up and put them on the special shelf. Okay. And they were the only ones who saw it. The cells. No one, no one else saw them? You know. Oh, that's cool. So, Will Rake, they didn't tell anybody because they wanted it to be a secret. Okay, cool. And they're seven years old? Yep. Okay. So, Candy and Barr were seven years old. And the two kids slept in the same room. Did they have bunk beds or two separate beds? Bunk beds. And they had bunk beds. And they loved, loved, loved the bunk beds. And who was on the top and who was on the bottom? Um... Ball was on the bottom and Candy was on top. Okay. So Candy was on the top, Bar was on the bottom. But there was a little bit of a problem because Bar tended to wake up earlier than Candy. And he wanted to wake up at the same time with her. So he would kind of do things to wake her up a little bit because he really liked hanging out with her in the morning. But Candy just needed more sleep than Bar did. They were the same age, and for whatever reason, she just needed more sleep. She slept more, and she did not wake up early in the morning. And so on the mornings, when they had school, they had an alarm set for 6.45, and they both had to get up then. But on the weekdays, or uh, I mean on the weekends or any special holidays, they got to sleep in. Well, Candy wanted to sleep in, but Barr didn't always let her. So sometimes Barr would wake up kind of early. And he was just ready to start the day. And so he would just kind of start like humming. He'd be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then his humming would turn to singing. And then it would get louder. And if his sister still was sleeping, it would get even louder. And he'd be belting it out. Until Candy woke up, and she was never happy waking up like that because she wanted to sleep. And why was this guy singing opera in the bunk bed below her? She couldn't get it. She didn't understand it. And she said, Bar, why are you waking me up? And she put a pillow over her head. She'd stick her fingers in her ears, but she couldn't fall back asleep. And Bar just said, oh, I'm sorry. Did I wake you up? And she said, yes, you woke me up, Bar. And the parents noted that this was happening, and they said, Bar, just let her sleep in the morning. He said, I just like waking up at the same time. We're twins. I, I just want to be with her. She's my sister. It's really fun. We go to bed at the same time, so why can't we wake up at the same time? So the parents got him a special clock. And this clock was, um, it had these light-up colors on it. And it let him know when it was okay for him to wake up his sister and when it was not okay. Um, Bar was seven years old, so he was learning how to like tell time, and he he pretty much knew how to tell time, but he couldn't always remember the different times at the different days of the week when it was okay and when it wasn't. And so the parents like bought this fancy clock that could 
get all the numbers right so that he knew that when the clock was yellow, it was okay and it was late enough to wake his sister up. But if it wasn't yellow and it was still blue, he had to be quiet in his bed. So anyway, so the clock arrived and they set it up and it was working great. And this particular morning, Bar, it seemed like he had to wait forever for the clock to turn yellow, but he waited and he waited and he waited and he waited and he read some books and he did some drawings and then finally it turned yellow and he said, oh, thank goodness. And he started singing at the top of his lungs. And Candy said, Bar. And he said, it's okay. Mom and dad said, it's okay. The, the clock is yellow now. Time to wake up, time to wake up. And remember what we're doing today? And she said, oh, we're going on the train and the boat. And he said, yes. He said, aren't you so excited? And she said, yes, I'm so excited. This is worth waking up for. And he said, I told you. So they both got dressed and ran downstairs. And they said, it's train and boat day. And the parents said, yes, it is. And so they ate a quick breakfast and they were out the door because they did not want to miss the train. Because if you arrive too late for the train, it leaves without you. And the whole thing would have been ruined. So they got there with enough time to quickly go to the bathroom, get their tickets, all of that stuff. And they got on the train and Candy and Bar had never gone on a train before. They were so excited. And it was this big, beautiful train and it had these soft, bouncy seats on the inside. And you could see out the windows and it was this beautiful fall day. And the leaves were changing colors and it was just the perfect temperature. And now there was only red trees. Yeah, and there was the, the leaves were turning red. Yeah, they were only red trees. Just red? Yeah. And they went through this, like, the train started up, and they went, boop, boop, joga, 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 and it started up. And they were in this beautiful forest where all the leaves were red. It was the most gorgeous thing they had ever seen in their lives. It was so beautiful. It was like this bright, orangey, just amazing fall red. They couldn't believe it. They were speechless. They were so happy to be on this train, but everyone was looking out the windows at this red leafed forest. It was amazing. And they were so happy and their, their parents packed them sandwiches and carrot sticks and pears and even some granola bars. And so they had this lovely lunch on the train. And then Candy and Bar started kind of like looking around at all the details, like you know, the writing on the windows, there were some signs and they were trying to read them and they were looking around on the, the cushions and in the corners and they found some seashells. And it was so strange. They're like, where did these seashells come from? But the closer they looked, they found these hidden seashells and they each collected about five of them. And so they were like walking around the train car because once they found one, then they're like, oh, can we find another? And then they found another and then they found another. And they had to look really hard. They were like really well hidden and no one else was finding them. And their mom and dad said, well, don't go too far. You have to stay on this part of the train. And they said, okay, we'll just be on this, this one that we're on right now. And they said, this car, and they said, okay. But they were walking up and down and looking, 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 and they found all of these gorgeous seashells. And then they walked on another train. They went on to another car of the train? Yeah. Even though their parents said not to? Yeah. Uh-oh. Okay. They didn't know they did. They did it by accident. Oh, okay. They were not angry at them, but okay. they still did it by accident. Okay. So they were so wrapped up in looking for these seashells 
that they didn't even realize that they passed through a connector car onto another car of the train with a whole new set of people and benches. They didn't even realize it because they were just looking everywhere. They were looking on the seats, on the ground, in the corners, on the windowsills, like underneath people's shoes. They were looking everywhere. And the parents uh, didn't even notice at first because they were wrapped up in their conversation with some people on the next bench over. They had struck up a conversation. And so parents didn't notice at first. But after a while, they said, wait, where are Candy and Bar? They're not on the car anymore. And so they said, oh my goodness. So the dad went one way and the mom went the other way. And they said, meet back here in five minutes. So the parents went to look for the kids. And sure enough, the mom found them on the next train car over. And they were just like up and down and looking for stuff. And the mom goes up to them and says, what are you doing, Candy Ambar? I told you to stay on the car. And they said, we did. And she said, no, you didn't. You're on the next car over. And they said, sorry, we didn't even realize. Oh, we're sorry. We were distracted. And the mom said, what are you distracted with? And they said, um, we're just looking for stuff. And they had agreed that they were going to keep their shelves a secret because they really just, they were so special. And it was like this special magical moment. And they didn't think that this was a bad secret to keep because it, it didn't really seem like a dangerous secret or a naughty secret or anything like that. It just seemed like a, a special thing for the two of them. And they said, well, we're just looking for stuff. And the mom said, okay, well, please come back to our car. So they came back to their car and they had each collected like 15 gorgeous shells it was so amazing and so they put them in their pockets and their pockets are getting pretty full now and then there was an announcement overhead that said okay we are now approaching the boat launch everyone get into your seats we will stop and then we will all come out for the boat part of this trip so they went to their seats and they quickly stopped and then they got out of the train and it was time to get on the boat and they lined up, and Candy and Bar were looking at each other and like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. We've never been on a boat before. And they said, I wonder if we'll find seashells on the boat. And they did. And they did. And so they got on the boat. And at first, when they were taking off and kind of launching, the captain said, everyone has to be in their seats while we launch. But then once we get going, you can get up and move around. So they stayed. And as they were sitting in their seats, they were looking around everywhere to see if they would see any seashells. And Bar and Candy caught a glimpse of one from where they were. And they both saw it. And it was this beautiful pink shell. And it was like tucked behind this little curtain that was on the windowsill. And they said, oh, look. But they couldn't reach it because they couldn't get out of their seats. But they saw it and they said, that means there's shells here. And they were so excited. And they tried to also appreciate being on the boat in terms of looking out at the beautiful scenery and appreciating the kind of rocking back and forth and all the interesting things on a boat. But they were so obsessed with the, finding these seashells. It was like someone had had hidden them all for them for, to find. It was so cool. Yeah, it was a treasure hunt, and there was like this sheet of paper that the captain had made, oh. and like it tells you everything that was on the train, the boat, but on that paper that told you everything on the train the boat didn't tell you about the shell called the treasure hunt because the other people wanted it to be surprised too so the captain knew that there might be some special things hidden on this boat but the captain didn't say anything about it because they really wanted to keep it a surprise for just the people who happened to be curious enough to be looking around it was kind of like a special treasure hunt for those who were looking. 
And so finally the captain said, okay, everyone can get up out of your seats. And Candy and Bar ran up and they ran over to the shell. And the captain saw this and thought, hmm, these are the treasure seekers. And Candy and Bar were off and running. They were looking everywhere, everywhere and anywhere that they could for more beautiful shells. And boy, did they find them. They found them hidden like under. And there was like this path that leaded to another boat. So this basically there was a bridge on the boat that they were on and on the bridge on the other side of the bridge that was on their boat. There was another boat and their parents told them to be on their boat, but they didn't realize because they actually went on another aisle of the bridge, like they went on another side of the boat when the parents told them not to. Okay, so but they did it by accident. So Candy and Bar hunted all along that whole boat. And they found like 20 more shells a piece. Their pockets were bulging. They even had to start putting them like in their socks. And now their socks were lined with all of these shells. And Candy had a hat with her. And so she made the hat into like a little basket. And so she started putting more shells into the basket. And the parents said, okay, we we just, we need you to stay close. Don't go too far. And they said, okay. But it was a pretty big boat. And so at one point they were all allowed to go upstairs onto the top level of the boat where you were outside. It was so cool. And when Candy and Bar were out there, they realized that there was this bridge that led to another boat attached to this boat. And they found four shells leading over the bridge. And they said, oh my God, shells, look. And they went and they grabbed all the shells and it was like a path of shells. And they were even more beautiful than the other ones. These were like shells from all around the world. They were magical shells. They were shells like they had never even seen before. They were gorgeous. And so they didn't even realize that they had gone over this bridge onto another whole boat. And the parents said, where are Candy and Bar? And they look over and they see them on this whole other boat that's attached by a bridge. And they've never even seen that before. It's crazy. So the parents say, Candy and Bar, come back, come back. Why are you on this other boat? And the kids look up and they said, oh, we didn't even realize. We're distracted. We're, we're just looking for stuff. And the mom now is like, what are they looking for? She's like, get back here. So they quickly come over the bridge again, get back on the boat. And just then the captain is saying, everyone sit down. The boat tour is ending and we are now pulling back up to the end of our whole adventure today. So Candy and Bar rush back to their seats. And now their pockets, their hats, and even their mittens are filled with shells. They probably have 50 shells apiece. And they still don't want to tell anyone because they're just so gorgeous. And they just love having the secret, all of these gorgeous shells. And they can't believe it. And they can't believe that they were the only ones to find them. And so finally they get back to the car and they all start walking towards the car. And the parents are talking about what a lovely day it was. And the kids said, that was the best ever. It was so fun. And the parents hear something. They hear all of this like crunch, crunch, crackle, crackle, jostle, jostle, clank, clank. And they said, what is that? And they look at their kids and they realize that their pockets are bulging and their socks are bulging and their mittens are bulging, and they're both wearing hat, holding hats in their hands that look that they're like they're filled with something. And the parents said, Candy and Bar, what do you have? And do the kids tell them? No. 
And the parents said, ah, nothing, 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 nothing. It's, 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 it's not bad. And the parents said, kids, you can't keep secrets from us. And they said, okay, it's not bad, but we want to go home and put them on our special shelf and then we'll tell you what it is. And the parents said, did you guys take something that you shouldn't have taken? And they said, no, 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 no. We think it was okay. And the parents decide to trust their kids in that moment. They say, okay, well, we're looking forward to hearing about it later. And the kids said, okay. And they're so glad to have their secret for one more hour on that nice ride home. And in the back seat, they're like secretly looking at all of their shells and they're showing each other the gorgeous shells. And they're just so happy. And the parents are wondering why the kids are so like well-behaved and they're not even asking to watch shows. The kids don't even care about shows right now. They just have all these awesome shells. And so they get home and the kids run inside up to their room and they each have a special shelf, one for each of them where they put like their most special things. And they spend the next hour like lining up all the shelves so beautifully on their special shelves and they're gorgeous. It's like this most amazing collection. And finally they say, okay, mom and dad, you can come up and you can see. And the parents are so curious. Like they wondered if maybe their kids found like some coins or like, who knows? They, ha- they don't even know what to think. So they come up and they see these two shelves lined with this amazing collection of gorgeous shells, all in like great condition from around the world. They're from seas everywhere, they can tell, because they don't look like New England shells that they've ever seen before. And the parents said, what the heck? And the kids now start, can't keep their story back. And they said, there were shells. They were everywhere. They were on the train. They were on the boat. We collected them all. They were just there. Blah, 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 blah. And the parents then remembered that the captain had come up to them during the middle of the boat ride and said, you've got some great adventurers on your hands there. And the parents didn't really know what to make of it. They said, well, yeah, our kids do like to explore. And the captain gave them a wink and they said, they're very good explorers, that's for sure. They might not come home empty handed. And the parents didn't really know what to make of it. And the, the captain kind of winked at them and then kept on walking. And they said, oh, now we understand. The captain must have known about all of this. And Candy and Barr were so excited about all of these shells that they decided to write a letter to the captain of the boat. It was called the Magical Seashell Boat. And now they understand why it was called the Magical Seashell. And they wrote a letter to the captain and they sent it to him in the mail. And it said, thank you so much for creating such a wonderful adventure for us. We love the shells. We love it. We love it. We love them. And they're on our special shelf. And they took a picture and they even printed it out and sent it to the captain. And that captain was so happy. And he just was so happy that these kids had found such magical stuff that day. And that is the end of our story. (laughs) 